Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Come see the Boutique on Central in downtown Laurel for the best deals in women's fine clothing. Let us complete your one-of-a-kind look at the Boutique on Central at 531 Central Avenue in downtown Laurel. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Good morning and welcome everyone to the JT Show Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this Friday, y'all. A hot one, too. Oh, yeah. Kind of hot outside. And uh, a reminder, we had, of course, Major Pullis on the show. Uh, always enjoy having him from the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. <clears throat> Just remember, it's hot. Be aware of traveling about with your children and toddlers in their child restraint seats. Just remember, think about that. Concentrate. You got the most precious cargo on board when you got children in the vehicle, and it don't take long for it to get hot in those vehicles. Don't chance it. Please be safe out there, folks. All right. We yeah, gotta... remember your pets, your kids, and the elderly. Yes. Thank you. When it gets this hot. You got it. Uh, it's a little tough for those of us that don't fit. I'm saying we don't fit into any any category. I'm not old yet, dang it. <laughs> but, but you are someone's kid. That's right. <laughs> Coming up on the program today, 1020, we've got our friend Brian Haydad. Of course, he's the co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi. You know, Mississippi State's got a big game up there tonight. Four are left. Four remain in the College World Series. We'll talk to him about what he expects as the Bulldogs take on the Texas Longhorns. And then at 11.05, Stephen Gagliano, News Director, Super Talk News. He'll be in the studio. We'll discuss the big headlines across the Magnolia State. Uh, this week. And then at 12.05, Aaron Rice, director of the Mississippi Justice Institute. We're going to keep talking about the certificate of need laws, con laws for short, and what changes need to occur <clears throat> with respect to those to open up the dang market with respect to health care. We'll see what Aaron has to say about that. In the meantime, Vice President Kamala Harris, we told you she was going to visit the border. Well, she is there, and I'm looking at uh, video images of her right now outside with a stupid mask on. It just looks stupid. Sorry. No, I'm not. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, it's just dumb. You're outside. Uh, Even inside. It's just out of control. 
Um, she is at the border, but let's use that term rather loosely, shall we? She's in old El Paso. That's not exactly ground zero for the chaos on the border. Why not go to McAllen, Texas, where it is ground zero, and witness it firsthand? Afraid you might see with your own two eyes? Provided you don't have that stupid mask up over your eyes. What's going on? What's truly going on? Go talk to the residents there that are having to protect their property against illegals coming across. Talk to border control agents. Talk to law, other law enforcement. Talk to the political leaders of those communities. No, she's got to go to El Paso. So Ted Cruz pointed out the senator from Texas, it is further the distance from El Paso to McAllen, Texas, than Washington to Chicago. That's how big Texas is. I know traveling out there when my son was playing baseball, I always uh, kind of chuckled a bit when you get on the other side of Fort Worth on I-20, and there's a sign Literally. Now, this is after you've gone through the DFW Metroplex and you're on I-20. There's a, a road sign with the mileage. And it says, El Paso, like 530 miles. So you've already been traveling 500 miles, it seems, in the state of Texas. That's how big it is. But why not go to McAllen, where the, the place is really on fire with respect to immigration? What is she afraid of? The truth? Sure seems like it. I just don't see what that accomplishes. I really don't. So nothing's going to happen because they don't want anything to happen. She's going to go make her token visit, say, yeah, I've been. So next time Lester Holt asks her, when are you going to the border? I've, I've been. Last time, remember, she said, well, I hadn't been to Europe either, which was the dumbest thing I've ever heard as a response. I'm unfamiliar with the perks associated with the office of vice president, but don't you still have to have a passport to go to Europe, even if you're VP? That's a good question. I don't know. Whereas you can go to the border without with really any yeah. problem, because it's in your own freaking country that you represent. And you got a taxi, an air taxi, right, to take you down there at your disposal with a full complement, an army literally of people to fly you and protect you. It's pretty easy. So, anyhow, she's down there. I don't think anything comes of this. I think it's tokenism. I really, I've been. Because they don't want. So I don't know if you saw this, and I sent this to you rather late there, Rhino, but this is um, representative, if you can find it there, representative... Uh, Presley, Ayanna Presley. Did you uh, did you see that? What she had to say? What she's now calling the border down there at Mexico? She is. <laughs> she says this is if you can find it the new Ellis Island. This is come one, come all. Unbelievable. I mean, this is what they want. But, you know, folks that came through Ellis Island, 
I believe that was legal immigration, was it not? They were processed. They met the standards and the requirements. They came into this country and they assimilated. They adopted. It also wasn't a guarantee. That's right. You could very well spend all that time, money, energy traveling to Ellis Island and then get told, I'm I'm sorry, you you don't meet the criteria. You got to go home. And that happened. A lot. A lot. Correct. But these people were happy. To, and if the price to pay, I wouldn't even call it a price. If the requirement was you've got to assimilate, you need to do your best to learn the language, you've got to honor the nation's founding, its foundational principles, you've got to become an American and embrace American ideals. Doesn't mean you have to totally lose your national culture, that of your nationality. But it just means, as an American citizen, America is first. What a novel concept. <laughs> but that's what happened there. But this is different. These are people going through hell, frankly, to get in here. And then they just disperse in the country. And we've played audio of children screaming, being left alone. Five-year-olds. Insanity. The smugglers don't care. They get their money. And they're, they're embracing, condoning, facilitating. And so this is what they'll say. Oh, it's really not a, a problem. And uh, they, they have a tendency to dismiss it as a problem and refuse to acknowledge that they are complicit in this problem. But here's what I know. Before Joe Biden took office, Fairly stable, relatively speaking, at the border. After Joe Biden took office, all hell broke loose. Doesn't take a genius to discern that, to figure that out, does it? I just don't get it. You know, it's uh, yeah, it was Representative Escobar, by the way, who said uh, El Paso has chosen. Yeah, Harris, Vice President Harris to El Paso, America's new Ellis Island. As I told the VP last March, El Paso has chosen to employ compassion toward those seeking refuge, and her visit will provide key context for her diplomatic efforts to address root causes of migration, which in their view are climate change, Trump, Republican hate, and all this kind of garbage. They just refuse to accept, well, maybe it has something to do with you because it was cool until you got elected. Now it's pretty bad. I don't get it. I just don't. You can't solve problems unless you acknowledge that problems exist. And they simply don't acknowledge this is a problem. Therefore, it shall continue. We'll step away right here for a break. And when we return, we've got Brian Haydad, co-host, Sports Talk Mississippi. Stay with us. The JT Show continues.
COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com COVID. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of MM Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. You can support Mississippi's many talented farmers, artisans, and craftsmen by purchasing products with a genuine Mississippi logo. And that's the proof it's the real deal. To find products grown, raised, crafted, and made in our great state, just visit GenuineMS.com or visit the Genuine Mississippi store at the Mississippi Farmers Market every Monday through Friday, 11 to 1, and Saturdays, 8 to 1. I'm Andy Gibson, and I am Genuine Mississippi. No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family-owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No Drip Roofing and Construction. 601-371-1051. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleEase didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at People Lease are ready. Call People Lease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, peoplelease.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on! Come on! You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, here's more.
What you laughing at, Brian? I know you love that song, girl. <laughs> Did you hear me playing it? That was my ring and, and uh, tapping in unison with the drums there on the on the set here. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, are they going to play tonight or not? It's a washout up there, man. The weather's not looking good up there, Gerard, uh, and if that's the case, they'll move it. If they can't, I think that they said, and I could be wrong, that if they can't play both games today, they'll play both games tomorrow. Okay. Push everything back. So if they, if North Carolina State and Vanderbilt can't go early, they might push everything back a day. Yeah. But as of now, the games are scheduled to be played. And that possibly could figure into the pitching. Another day of rest there. It might change the situation a little bit with respect to the rotation. You think? Yeah, I mean, for for Mississippi State, I think State's going to – they haven't announced it yet, but I'm, I would be shocked if it's not Houston Harding uh, going for Mississippi State. The the team that benefits is Texas because they get Ty Madden an extra day of rest. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's, he's had five days anyway, but to get a, almost a full week's rest, that would put him in really good shape. He's pretty special. Uh, he's a good player. Good yeah. player. Probably going to be a high draft pick. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a tough test for State today. Yeah. Well – uh, we shall see. It's been a good series, though, hasn't it? Been some great games. Uh, in- incredibly, though, the finish in the Stanford game. Good grief. Uh, good grief, yes. I should say. How they're, nutty they're was that? Some people. They're just some people that you know, but rather be lucky than good. But when you're good and lucky, it's really tough to beat you. And that's what <laughs> Vanderbilt is. I mean, they've been a stout program for a number of mm-hmm. years. We cannot deny that. Uh, and they they recruit, as you know, from all over the country. They got a pretty yeah. good gig going there with the way they uh, issue scholarships. Yeah. But we, we and we could talk about that for a whole show. Uh, I, every time that subject comes up, and talking about the, frankly, the lack of full scholarships in baseball, 11.7, I think, 35 on the roster total, right? 11.7 scholarships yes. allocated across. Minimum of half? I think that's right. Um, is it not, Brian? I think a minimum scholarship think, has to be. Can, can I you think do? they can go low, lower than that. Okay. I think they can go into the quarters. I think, uh, is I think. it quarter? Okay. Well, in the yeah. old days, you know, here, here, I have a bag of potato chips, and it was a scholarship. Yeah. So, <laughs> there you go. Uh, but that's changed. Uh, but, you know, this it's changed college baseball somewhat, I would say. And as you recall, uh, Coach Ron Polk, he wrote a long, scathing letter years ago about this and the changes when those changes took effect. I think he was spot on, by the way, yeah. in his there's analysis. Nobody, there's nobody more passionate about bringing fairness in terms of scholarships to college baseball than Ron Polk. I mean, he, he has made it his – it may have been a bigger passion for him by the end of his coaching career than actual coaching was. I mean, he, 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 is, he is, to say he is no fan of the NCAA would be putting it very, very mildly. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's uh, fair to say, and, and though you know my affiliation, I, I'm always happy to give credit where credit is due. Coach Ron Polk, uh, he, to a great extent, built what is the modern era of popular, uh, high-profile college baseball. I mean, it was him that had that vision, and he he built it, kind of created the model for it at Mississippi State. And through the 90s, as you recall, LSU just dominated. I think mm-hmm. they built on Polk's model. Well, what Ron Polk did was prove that you could make money playing college baseball. 
Everybody else just sort of had it out there as a sport. A lot of coaches, I mean, you know this, Bear Bryant was one of them, would just put football players on baseball scholarships just to get around any sort of NCAA rules back in the day. Yep. But Ron Polk proved that you could make money playing baseball, and then, then LSU picked it up and sort of took it to that next level, winning national titles. I've always thought about Mississippi State. You know, Everybody talks about the 85 team and, and what happened there. I've always said if State could have just won one title, they would have been like LSU and won four or five more. That's probably I feel true. Like it's just a, there's a tipping point. I don't know if this is the year or not, but I've always felt that that if State could mm-hmm. just ever get over the hump, they would stay there for a long time. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, but it's kind of neat to see, uh, in my view, of course, I, I love baseball. It's my favorite sport. Played it, coached it, et cetera. I had a son that played it at a, a high level. Uh, but uh, it's good to see the interest in it. It's, it's, uh, it's something we in Mississippi, I think, can uh, take uh, some satisfaction in that it's truly special in the state of Mississippi. There's no better baseball played, really, at the lower levels all the way up through yeah. college than in the state of Mississippi. Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the national number one high school baseball team in the country is Madison Central, correct? Yes. They, 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 yeah, so yes. they're there. And Jackson Prep was not far behind them. And then you've got, you know, state, Ole Miss, Southern, consistent NCAA tournament teams. Delta State, we all know the legacy over there in, in Cleveland of Boo Ferris and yep. Mike Kennison and those guys. Jackson State went undefeated in the SWAC this year. I mean, yeah, this is, this is a baseball state for, for a team that doesn't have, you know, there's one, there's two double A teams in the state. Yeah. But there's no pro baseball team within what five hours of here the Braves would be the closest one good point and yet this is and this is just a huge state for baseball in terms of 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 what you get out in terms of you know winning it's almost bigger than football I mean state Ole Miss and Southern are far better year after year in baseball than they are in football well and let's be honest uh from you're you're competing with the big guys on the money front so much Mm -hmm. in football yeah baseball's not like that it's a little different in that respect and uh so you don't have to have the gigantic uh, war chest of money to succeed in baseball. You just got to have good coaching, good good talent, and good facilities, which don't cost as much as massive football facilities do. And, but that being said, State and Ole Miss are two of the big money teams in baseball. I mean, there's, they're, exactly. not, they're not hurting for anything. I mean, Ole Miss just put together a huge renovation of Swayze with their, those top-notch training facilities. We all know what's happened at Duty Noble and made it into one of the best parks, if not the best park in the country. The training yeah. facilities certainly aren't lacking there either. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's plenty of money to go around in baseball. You're, but you're right, it's in football, you know, it's where State and Ole Miss are you know, $50, $60 million behind the top, the top schools. Yeah, and, and I think it's just because there's just broader interest in football in general. Yeah. There's just a lot more fans, but they're missing out, man, because the, the quality of baseball played in this state and certainly the quality of the facilities, as you described, is top-notch. And, you know, talking about the, a Madison Central team uh, being number one in the nation, they're being fed by the youth programs, and I've yeah. been involved in that quite a bit. My son still is. Uh, they're outstanding, and you put a, yeah. them up against any in the – so they're feeding this, and the interest level is high. It's, it's, so it's good to see. I, I'm glad to see, to see it for the game. I love the game. Now, Major League Baseball, <laughs> that's kind of another story. I saw a report, yeah. Brian, where viewership in the Sunday night baseball game is down like 49% year over year. Uh, the Gosh. headline of an article I saw said, Woke to Broke. <laughs> That's oh, how they termed it. Yeah. Uh, but because they politicized entertainment. We just want to be entertained. And that's what yeah. you get, at least in college baseball. 
That's one of those things that you feel like after the All-Star break, when the playoff races start heating up a little bit, maybe those ratings will go back up because teams will be people yeah. will get interested in their teams again. But yeah, and it's it's happened all over the place where where you know. I, I, I try not to go. You know me. I try not to go too far down the road. I understand. Road. I, I, I leave that to you. I understand. But, but but you're right in that people people use sports as an escape. They want to get away from their their day to day life. They just want to watch the game. And when those problems of day to day life get brought into the game, it makes it makes it difficult for a lot of people to want to watch. Yeah, I think that's happening. So we have the NBA playoffs going on right now, don't we? Yeah. I don't even yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, they're in the, they're in the uh, the conference finals right now. Yeah. <sighs> All right, so then, even though we're in the midst of the College World Series, the grand finale of college baseball, not too far out is college football. We got SEC days coming up in a week or two? A uh, couple weeks, yeah. Um, uh, we'll be over there in Hoover for uh, for SEC Media Days and get the, the first one for Lane Kiffin and for Mike Leach and the, those coaches that, you know, didn't have a chance to, to go last year because yeah. everything was shut down and... Back in Hoover, you know, I think it was supposed to be in Nashville this year originally, uh, but they decided to keep it close to home. I'm interested to see what it looks like. The SEC sent out a memo uh, a couple weeks ago, or a few days ago, I'm sorry, that said they they weren't entirely sure how they were going to do things with you know interviews on Radio Row and all that. I I do hope that at this point that they'll they'll allow everything to be as normal as it can possibly be. I agree because that's what makes it you know makes it fun is going over there and getting to sit down with all the coaches and the players and have them on on shows like Sports Talk Mississippi. I think we're going to see packed stadiums this fall. Your thoughts? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know Ole Miss has already released a statement regarding that. I would expect Mississippi State to do so probably after the College World Series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, 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 everything's going to be back to normal come the first weekend of September. We'll see 60,000, 70,000 uh, right. everywhere you go. So. Well, it's been a pleasure, as always, my friend, having you on the program today. We'll be tuned in tonight, seeing what happens. Uh, hopefully they play. If not, then tomorrow, and I'm sure we'll have you back on, and we'll recap it. Sounds good, Gerard. Thanks a lot. Brian Haydad, co-host Sports Talk Mississippi, has been our guest. We'll step away right here for a break. I think I said array last time, a little tongue-tied. We shall step away for some messages, and we'll come right back with the JT Show. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny, high near 91. Tonight, partly cloudy skies, low around 72. Slight chance of rain for your Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 91. And for your Sunday, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny, high near 91. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. 
Hi, this is Anitra over at MacBee's. I'm the kitchen manager there. Come enjoy our blue plates for under $10. Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Monday, we have meatloaf or chicken spaghetti. Tuesday, we have beef tips of chicken breast. Wednesday, we have fried pork chops or pot roast. Thursday, we have spaghetti or chicken fried steak. Friday, we have fried catfish or pulled pork or chicken with mushrooms, cream sauce. And every day, hamburger steak or chicken soup. McBee's on Lake Harbor. You can dine in, take out, or have them cater. And the perfect spot for any size party, too. New Care MD is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. For health care the way it should be, visit NewCareMD.com. That's NewCareMD.com. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bathfitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bathfitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A man has been arrested in Columbus for the shooting deaths of his mother and sister. Jaquinton Bush was charged with two counts of capital murder. The victims, identified as 49-year-old Erica Brewer and 8-year-old Jada Brewer, were killed Wednesday night. The mother was found wounded inside a home, and the girl was found on the driveway. And as more data is being gathered, State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs offered some clarity on whether or not a COVID-19 booster shot will be needed in the coming months. There's no indication that for most folks a booster shot is going to be needed. The immunity seems to be pretty robust, longstanding, and keep in mind that it looks like the, the vaccine immunity is, is better than natural infection. Dobbs did state that some may benefit from the booster shot down the road. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th, Wicked Weed Brewing presents the, the Twilight, Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. 
Because of Palmer Home for Children, my three sisters and I are able to grow up together. When there was nowhere else for myself, my brother, or my sister to go, there was Palmer Home. My brother and I came to Palmer Home when I was two years old. Next month, I'll turn 16. Palmer Home for Children is my home. Gallo here. Just want to remind you about the ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July the 15th. Look, not only tune in, be a part of it right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Ah! It's so awesome! You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Come on! Let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino. Don't forget, we've got Stephen Gagliano, news director of Super Talk News. He'll be on the program at 11.05 and then at 12.05. Our good friend Aaron Rice, director of the Mississippi Justice Institute, will be talking about Mississippi's certificate of need laws and other stuff he's got going on at the Justice Institute. Also, the Attorney General's Office and the Department of Public Safety are launching a statewide human trafficking education and awareness campaign. They're joined by partners at the Mississippi Department of Education, KLLM Transport Services, Mississippi Trucking Association, Mississippi Beer Distributors Association, Mississippi Development Authority, Mississippi Petroleum Marketers, Convenience Stores Association, and others. With a problem as big as human trafficking, it takes everyone doing their part, and the JT Show will be live at KLLM on Monday to tell you more about this incredible initiative. I'm looking forward to that. Another remote, always fun. Rhino will hold things down here in the studio, and I'll be out there at KLLM and Always look forward uh, to these remotes and K LLM, great Mississippi company. My good friend Jim Richards, he's the CEO out there, and look forward to to visiting with him. Find out more about who our guest will be. I suspect the Attorney General Lynn Fitch will be around. This is a great initiative. You know, we've talked a fair amount on the program. Had some some uh, guests that are in the trenches on human trafficking in terms of combating it. Chief Dean Scott out there in Pearl. Remember we had him on a couple of months ago. Really very eye-opening to learn about uh, this whole sort of underworld. And it's deeply disturbing. It is a scourge. It's a problem. And I'm glad to see these great Mississippi companies, uh, along with our Attorney General, combine their efforts to fight this scourge. And so look forward to doing that remote on Monday. Also, we got another uh, giveaway coming up later on in the program. You'll want to stick around for that. And also on July 15th, it's the annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon. Always look forward to that. And that's right around the corner. So busy summer. Uh, here at the the uh, network, and certainly here on the JT show. Looking forward to all of that. Scott in Rankin County referring to this 
concept, uh, or this discussion, I should say, of the border visit by Vice President Kamala Harris. He says, America first. Where did I hear that? Oh, yeah, Trump. Yep. Uh, very much the case. I believe that the people at Ellis Island were also given a clean bill of health, that on the ceasefire tax line. You know anything about that, Rhino? Were they... Did they have to undergo some sort of physical examination to yeah, gain you, entry? You couldn't show up with a, a laundry list of maladies or or anything that would be contagious or anything that would keep you from from benefiting from the American dream and being able to work your way up. Right. I think that makes sense, uh, in my view. Uh, I don't think that's happening down there at the border these days, is it? No. <laughs> Just not whatsoever. Uh, William and Brandon says Kamala doesn't want to go to the real crisis area of the border because that's where the tough questions will be asked. Not just by public officials and border patrol officers, but from those who immigrated the right way and are justifiably mad to see illegals just walked on, uh, be it be housed, funded, just walk on in, excuse me, be housed, funded, and given immunity. Yeah, I think there is a fair amount of sentiment from those uh, that, that's negative towards this just open borders policy coming from those who immigrated into this country uh, legally and uh, satisfied all the requirements to gain citizenship and then assimilate into our country and become productive members of society. This is the other thing that I, I just think doesn't get discussed enough from an economic perspective. The left, it, it considers itself the champion, you know, of, of those that are downtrodden and, and uh, economically uh, disadvantaged, et cetera, all, all the different adjectives they use for that. This hurts them. This hurts the very people they claim to be the champions for, the supporters of. All this does is increase the number competing for work. It depresses wages. Of course, their solution to that is just to compete with employers and force them to pay higher wages. I mean, it's hard enough to compete with those that are in your business, where, the, where there's overlap there, that are trying to work towards the same goals of operating a successful business in the same industry, your direct, direct competitors. That's one thing. But when you're having to compete with the government, because they keep dropping money out of helicopters. That's different. A private business should not have to compete with the government in that respect. And that's exactly what's happening. And, in fact, Joe Biden, if you can find it there, Rhino, he had something to say about this. Uh, and he really kind of scolding employers in this respect, uh, talking about uh, discussing the issue of the labor shortage and how difficult it is for employers to get people to come to work for them. Here's what he said. I'm not being critical, y'all. I really mean this. It was legitimate questions you're asking me. Asking me, well, you know, guess what? Employers can't find workers. I said, yeah, pay them more. What is up with this whispering? We got another clip we'll play for you a little later. What is the deal with this? And you have to see it. Maybe Rhino will link it to the website there or to the Facebook site. But it's this leaning over with those eyes wide open. It's kind of creepy. And he whispers, uh, 
what the heck is that all about? Is that like for dramatic effect or something like that? I mean, usually in public speaking, you use the dynamism of your voice, like with whispering. If, if you lower the, the tone of your voice or if you lower the volume of your voice in public speaking, you're doing it to engage the audience. Okay. If, if you've got an audience that's sitting back, leaning on the back of their seat, <laughs> kind of just half paying attention, you start, you lower the tone, they... They're subconsciously forced to kind of lean forward in their seat, come to the, the front of the seat, lean forward so they can hear because the, the volume went down. They can't hear as well. And you, you use that to bring them in, and then usually you ramp it up with something exciting or something high intensity or something at a higher volume to prove a point. There, there, I, I didn't hear a point made. Just, I, did, I didn't either. Whispering. I don't think it, I don't think it enhanced the intent of the, the statement. On the ceasefire text line, in all caps, you really need to whisper more. <laughs> uh, no, it's not my style. I, if I'm going to do something for dramatic effect, if I'm speaking, and I've done a fair amount of public speaking, I've never been formally trained. I just, I don't know, just do it. I, I don't think I've ever, <laughs> don't think I've ever whispered like that to make a point. I might hesitate, slowly deliver something, look people in the eye. Make a statement, pause, look more people in the eye to make sure they're listening to gauge. That's just my style. I don't I don't know if that's effective or not. It seems to be. But this whispering is crazy uh, that he did yesterday. I I think it's because he sort of developed this kind of uh, elitist sort of pompous tone where he's he's got this inflection at the end of every statement. I I, I watched live his speech on on crime Wednesday and and kind of the takeaway from the way he delivers that speech is you're idiots for not agreeing with me. I mean that's what I'm thinking when he every time he makes a statement says don't you see you idiots? I'm right, you're wrong. I, I just think that's the wrong way to persuade people to align with your views and to see things your way. I don't I don't think that approach works. It didn't to me and I don't agree with what he was saying, but that's that's kind of the the style of his delivery, and certainly in public speaking, we all could do uh, better at that. But let's talk about the the I guess the uh, the substance of the comment, which is you need to pay more, pay them more. I think I got that right. Uh, it it is just kind of maddening, and it's it's kind of revolting, honestly, to have and repulsive to have. Someone who's never signed the front of a check, who's lived off the government their whole dang lives, telling people who do sign the front of the check, who do have to make ends meet, who do have to produce a profit in this difficult environment, talking about small and mid-sized businesses in particular that are struggling to find workers, that he's scolding them. He's instructing them. He's advising them. You don't have a clue. You've never signed the front of a check. You've never risked everything you have. You don't know what it's like to deal with that. These people do. It, it's uh, I honestly I I took exception to it and didn't appreciate it. He doesn't have a clue when it comes to that. Doesn't understand basic economics. Yet he's the president of the United States. We're gonna step away right here for some messages. We'll come right back. We'll continue this discussion. And then Stephen Gagliano joins us after the news break at the top of the hour. 
The JT Show will continue. the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard, and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. G3 Services is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 81 to 87.54. March cotton was up 69 to 87.08. At the open of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were down 16 and a half to 13.54 and three quarter per bushel. August soybeans were down 13 and a half to 13.20 and a half per bushel. July corn was down 11 cents to 6.42 and a quarter per bushel. September corn was down 10 cents to 5.39 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was down 97 to 121.65. October live cattle was down 105 to 127.22. August feeders down 27 to 156.87. September feeders down 2 cents to 159.17. At this hour, the Dow Jones is up 191 points, 34,387. I'm Dixon Williams on this Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Farmers can't choose the weather, trade policy, or market prices, but they can choose the most advanced dicamba with confidence. Ingenia Herbicide has the lowest volatility of all dicamba salts for more successful on-target applications, and it's straight from the dicamba experts, BASF. So make the confident choice for your soybean crop. Talk to your BASF rep or authorized retailer. Ingenia Herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions. Big Head Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th. Wicked Weed Brewing presents the, the Twilight, Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden live at Renaissance. 
Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. They always say what they want. They're open about their opinions. They're not afraid to say what they feel. everyone the jt shows super talk mississippi a little van halen rocking you on this friday y'all gerard and rhino manning the studio i'm going to be politically incorrect there on this uh friday so the faa i'm going to get back to joe biden and his whispering and uh just how i was really turned off by his lecturing and admonishing the great entrepreneurs of this country. But the FAA has gone woke, baby. We got a whole new set of terminology. No more airman or airmen in the FAA. Pilot or operator. You ready for this one? No more cockpit. Flight deck. Serious. Okay. (laughs) What in the world is that garbage accomplishing? Will somebody please tell me what all this changing of traditional legacy names? Who is offended by cockpit? Help me out with that one. I don't care if you're offended or not, honestly. I'll continue to make the statement. In this great country... You have the right to offend. You do not have the right to not be offended. That is an integral part and a critical part of freedom and free expression and consistent with the First Amendment. It's a pretty dang good deal. It's worked pretty well. Why do we want to throw it out the window? I'm serious. they've, They've gone woke. The FAA. But the left says, no, don't look over there. Look over here. That's nothing. Don't let that bother you. Oh, boy. Gender-free terms. Is this part of Boris Johnson's gender-neutral doctrine? I'm still trying to figure out how cockpit is supposed to be gendered when it's referring to the coxswain station on a 17th century ship. Ah, that, so that is the derivative of the of the term. That's the most common usage of the term at that time. The earliest usage of the term cockpit is attested in 1580s as a pit for fighting chickens. Okay. But meaning a small enclosed yeah. area. Yeah. And then after the invention of the automobile 
in high-end cars, especially early racing cars, this small area the, the driver sat in became known as the cockpit. So then it became colloquially known as an area for controlling a moving vehicle. Makes sense to I me. I still don't get where there's gender involved anywhere. And just imagine this, folks. This is what the FAA is spending their time on. Not keeping us safe in the skies. Because they would argue, oh, well, we got to keep people safe from these, these derogatory, offensive terms, right? That, that's more important, it seems, than physical safety in flight. This is just every day. There's something else crazier. So we got President Biden. We played that little tape for you of him saying, pay them more. The hubris, the arrogance coming from someone who has never made a payroll. And it's just this, this assumption they have. Oh, there's just plenty of money available amongst these small, mid-sized businesses. Yeah, just pay them more. No big deal. So this is the, this is the thing that's lost in the discussion. Just as employees have certain thresholds, certain requirements for, with respect to compensation, to do a job. Employers, entrepreneurs, I know it may sound crazy, radical, but there's a certain financial reward that they seek for their efforts, their risk, their sacrifices. If you, if you take those away, well, then they say, well, the heck with it. I'm just going to go work for somebody else. Except there ain't no somebody else. Because everybody says, I'm not doing that. That's where we're headed. That dissuades business formation. It's as if they don't really think it's necessary to make a profit. It's You don't need that. You just work because you want to create jobs and pay people. Well, yeah, it's part of it in a free market. But you got to produce a profit, and you got to put something in your pocket for that. Otherwise, you just say the heck with it. I'm not doing it. It's just lost on them, man. Top of the hour means it's time for Super Talk News, Fox News, and then when we return, Stephen Gagliano, News Director, Super Talk News, and a giveaway later on in the program as well. Rhino will have that for you. Stay with us. We'll come right back. home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. There's still hope in Surfside, Florida, finding people alive in the rubble of an apartment building that came down Wednesday night. Every time we have that belief that there's hope, you know, with personnel that are trapped, we do risk our, our lives. Miami-Dade Assistant Fire Chief Ray Jadala there. As of now, four deaths are confirmed with 159 people missing, as reported by people trying to get in touch with them. Heavy cranes have been brought in today to remove debris from the pile. 
An indoor mask mandate is reinstated in Israel because of an outbreak of new coronavirus cases. Non-essential travels on hold for a week in and around Sydney, Australia. Nationally, the CDC says more than 151 million of those 12 and up are fully vaccinated. An Associated Press analysis finds that nearly all COVID-19 deaths in the U.S. are now in people who are not vaccinated. Massachusetts has hit its goal to have 4.1 million adults fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. America's listening to Fox News. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Right now, we're offering great specials on memberships to our state-of-the-art indoor shooting range. Join now and get your first month free. While you're here, check out our full-service gunsmithing department. We offer everything from professional gun cleaning, Cerakoting, camo application, accurizing, to custom rifle bills. We hope to see you soon. You might even get to meet my wife, Jane. That'll be a real trip. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Bay St. Louis lineman that works for Energy Louisiana is in critical condition. 28-year-old Casey Seal was working in a bucket truck in New Orleans when he was shocked on Wednesday. Family members have gathered around. They say the next few days are critical. The possibility of a special session looms as lawmakers continue to try to come to an agreement on medical marijuana. Senate Pro Tem Dean Kirby was happy to give teachers and state employees a raise in the past legislative session. We also put additional funds into corrections this year. Mm-hmm. We uh, did $5 million additional for repairs and renovations because our prison, some of them really needed it. And then this year we also gave our National Guard additional $5 million uh, you know, for armories and other things. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is worth $50 million. The Powerball jackpot is up to about $75 million. That drawing is coming up tomorrow night. This is for those who always show they care. Who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explain to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 100% of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. This is for the ones protecting those they love. Thank you. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Typically, we here at Keep Mississippi Beautiful like to share positive news with you. But not today. Litter is on the rise in our state and we need your help. Please put trash in its proper place and make sure you aren't accidentally littering items from the back of your truck. Protect the road, secure your load, because trash blows. Do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. Leading Senate Republicans are speaking out against the president's $6 trillion budget proposal, calling the 1.7% increase in defense spending inadequate. Senator Roger Wicker says the funding is supposed to not only help America win a war, but also keep us out of a war. Russia hasn't retreated. China hasn't retreated. There's a huge buildup there. This represents a recommendation that we retreat. 
Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith says the administration uses words like adequate and sufficient to describe the defense budget. When in the world did we start using these words of adequate when we are talking about the benchmark for our national defense? This is so concerning. It certainly sends the message to our adversaries to believe our warfighters no longer have the upper hand. Mississippi's entire delegation sent a letter to the president opposing a proposed reduction in the Navy's fleet. I'm Kelly Bennett. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Who are you? Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. everyone the jt show super top mississippi gerard and rhino guiding you through the middle of your day with facts of fodder and uh, fine music such as separate ways there by journey on this friday y'all joining us now also in the studio stephen gagliano news director super talk news morning stephen thanks for joining us today good morning Finally Friday. Yes, it is, and it's a hot one out there as well. <laughs> so, all right, what in the world is going on across the Magnolia State from a news perspective? What you got? Well, as always, when we uh, when we do these kind of weekly recaps, it's been a busy week, and uh, you know, I say it's finally Friday because this week has felt kind of longer than the last few for whatever reason. I don't know why that is. Maybe it is the heat. <laughs> but uh, but we have finally made it to Friday, and really the biggest thing that came across this week was the audit revealed by state auditor Shad White just a few days ago. And then he was actually in the studio yesterday talking about it. And the biggest takeaway from that was the $117 million in improper payments made by the Department of Employment Security. And, you know, that stems obviously back to the early days of the pandemic with you know, regulations being waived from the federal government, state government at all levels. So you just had a huge influx of claims being made. So yeah. it's not really something that falls on the Department of Employment Security because, or in my opinion, at least, 
because it's just not something that they were prepared to handle. No one was prepared to handle what uh, State Auditor Shad White called a 3,000% increase in claims. So yep. really, that's the the main highlight of the week, in my opinion. And another key takeaway from that was that audit only spans mid-2019 to mid-2020. So there's still going to be more out there that uh, that we won't really know the full extent of until next year. Yeah, because there was two more tranches right. of uh, supplemental unemployment benefits signed into law exactly. by President Trump and then President uh, Biden. So yeah, there's a lot more money out there, and it, it too is likely going into uh, illegitimate hands, right? incorrectly allocated. And, and he referenced that not all of that went to fraud. He said some of it was you know, somebody may be filling out the form wrong or they yeah. misunderstood their eligibility. So there's certain sections of it. But then, of course, you have the people that are operating out of other countries or their mom's basement in New York, which is what he, what he said, yeah. which is funny. But, uh, yeah, so it's broken down into so many different categories. And another thing to remember, though, with that is this is not just a Mississippi problem. This was everywhere. Yeah. And specifically, he referenced Washington State, which had about $570 million in fraud. And then California was over $11 billion. billion. So, you know, this is not a Mississippi problem. This happened everywhere. And that's always going to happen, unfortunately, when you have just these huge windfalls of money, you know, being doled out by the federal government. Latest estimates, $330 billion of uh, fraud and abuse of unemployment benefits, fe- the federal supplemental unemployment benefits, $330 billion, mm. which is a massive amount. So, And that's we even saw that dating back to Hurricane Katrina. And I remember former U.S. Attorney Mike Hurst talking about this is after Katrina that you saw the same kind of spike in these fraud claims. And unfortunately, it's just something that People see an opportunity to take advantage of the system in these kind of situations, and, and they certainly have in this case. Well, you know what the Girard axiom is of government money, don't you? <laughs> I would love to hear it. Where there's big government money, there's big fraud. Sounds right to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got going on here, for sure. <laughs> so that was that was a main uh, a big story this week. Um, on a good news portion of this segment, uh, Mississippi was awarded a silver shovel by the, I lost the name of the publication that awarded it, Uh, it's Area Development Magazine, there we go, popped back into my head. And that's kind of based on, and that was based on 2020 even, so a rough year in in many aspects, but Mississippi was still able to create new jobs, bring economic investment to the state, and the top project uh, being the Madison County Amazon Fulfillment Center, which should open later this year, I believe, and create about a thousand jobs. So, That's right. You know, some good news there. Uh, and speaking of Amazon, they actually announced that a solar farm yeah. is going to be built in Scott County. And I believe the way that their announcement was structured, it seems as if Amazon's solar farms power all of their facilities. So with yeah, Scott they, County being near Madison County, I imagine it'll, it'll power that fulfillment center. Yeah, they have a goal, uh, Amazon does, internally to be totally... Uh, green and and uh, to operate all of their facilities, including their massive data centers, totally on renewable energy. I don't remember the exact date on that, and but they track that, they report that. So that is uh, and look, they're a private companies, as far as I'm concerned. That's cool. 
Yeah, and uh, that facility should be completed by 2024 is what they were saying. 24. Yep. So I wonder how many uh, homes, addresses, et cetera, would that expect to power? Yeah, I'm not did sure. Did they say anything they about that? They did not. They, they left things pretty vague in their announcement, uh, I guess, in the early stages here, because it's this project and 14 other ones, 11 in the United States, a couple in Europe, and then one in Canada, I yeah. believe. So not a lot of specifics right now. They just kind of mentioned that it would you know, provide hundreds of jobs and hundreds of millions of dollars across all the projects in, you know, economic yeah. development. Scott so, County. Yes. I wonder how they came up with that. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. All yeah. right. Uh, let's see. What else we got this week? Low vaccination rate is the next thing that I have as a bullet point, which uh, I know everyone at this point, it's kind of an ad nauseum thing that we've discussed, <laughs> but uh, but it is still worth throwing out there that uh, that Mississippi's vaccination rate is lagging far behind the rest of the country and it's something that uh that you're going to continue to hear about until those hopefully start to get a little better well did dr jill biden say anything about that (laughs) when she was in town she went to uh the vaccination site at jsu correct yes i was there um as well uh we had to be sequestered in a little media room for two and a half hours which was a lot of fun but you wear uh, a mask get your temperature taken all that stuff all that yeah all the good (laughs) stuff once uh once at the beginning once in the middle yeah good so we had it all and you know, her her overall point during her remarks were, you know, it's summertime, let's spend summertime the way that it should be celebrated, which is together. So overall, a good message, but, you know, it didn't, there was no new information that people don't already know yep. in, the, uh, in the speech. And this is more of an opinion, I guess, but when you have someone like her come to Mississippi, the overall reception, at least the comments on every article that I put out about the story that I was doing were overarchingly negative. So I hope that that doesn't have a negative effect on the vaccination rate. Mm. Um, I think, you know, I think the vaccine is something that shouldn't necessarily be politicized, uh, but unfortunately the waters get kind of muddy I mean, there. I think that was the primary purpose of her visit, right. honestly. Mm. Did she speak a lot about it and during her speech? About the vaccination rate here. And yes, she did. Encouraging people right. to get. Because she turned around, as you know, and flew up to Nashville. That's right. After that, she spoke up there and uh, she scolded folks in Nashville, hmm. uh, the, the audience there in Nashville, about their low vaccination rate. And they booed her. Oh, wow. And you know what she said? You're booing yourself. <laughs> That, no, thankfully there was no. We might no, be uh, able to find some sound on that. But, <laughs> there was uh, no hostility here. It, it was an good. over. You know, the theme was positive, which was nice. Okay. Nashville right. did get Brad Paisley, though. We didn't. <laughs> he didn't come to Jackson. But uh, anyway, with, with the low vaccination rate, it's around 33 percent of Mississippians getting their first dose, and 30 percent being fully vaccinated. And those figures were shared by the Department of Health on. Wednesday afternoon, so I it may it was be a, higher than that on the first. I thought it was around forty. That's what I thought yeah. as well. Um, and so, you know, those things kind of yeah. they fluctuate, uh, I guess, depending on where you get it. But uh, the Department of Health, those were the stats that they gave us okay. the other day. Gotcha. And uh, you know, they're talking about now getting younger people vaccinated. Yeah. The sixty-five plus population, it's about seventy-six percent, which is great, uh, protecting you know the most most vulnerable of contracting the virus, but uh, getting younger people vaccinated, Dr. Dobbs was saying that'll stop, you know, the quarantines in schools. It'll allow, you know, football games, extracurricular activities to go on without any of this. Well, 
somebody tested positive, we need to contact trace. The more that we can get vaccinated, the more able we'll be able to, you know, op fully open, open up. up those events and sure. stuff once the next school year rolls around. I don't think the president's going to hit his goal, right? July 4th, 70%. No. It's going to fall short of that, I believe. That's what she was here for. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think that's what. All right. Always a pleasure having you, sir. Uh, appreciate the updates. Good work there. And, uh, it was a relatively slow week, I think, certainly relatively. from a state perspective. Exactly. Yeah. Although it's still early in the day. You never know what <laughs> might happen. <laughs> we'll talk again soon. I'm sure we'll have you on next week to give us a recap as well. Thanks, Gerard. Stephen Gagliano, News Director, Super Talk News. We'll step away. I almost said it again. We'll step away right here for some messages. Don't forget we got a giveaway, some concert tickets later on in the program. The JT Show will be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny, high near 91. Tonight, partly cloudy skies, low around 72. Slight chance of rain for your Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 91. And for your Sunday, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny, high near 91. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Are you finding it hard to do business with hardware stores these days? Out of stocks, delayed orders, no one available to help you? Ace Bolt and Screw would like to invite you in to either one of their locations for fast, friendly service and the hardware you need in stock. Every kind of tool and accessory you need for every kind of job. And millions of specialty bolts and screws. If Ace Bolt and Screw doesn't have it, they don't make it. Shop Ace Bolt and Screw in Gluckstadt just off 555 next door to Camper Corral and on Julianne Street right off Gallatin and Jackson. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. 
This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. analysis all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You can text the JT Show 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Now, here's more with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. with you on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Appreciate Stephen Gagliano giving us an update there on Dr. Jill Biden. That's true. She went to Nashville and she jumped on him. You're not very well vaccinated. And they started booing her. Incredible. You see, the problem with that is she comes in and she delivers that message. And again, this is where folks in her pompous little um, bubble, her ivory tower, she and the president, and so many in government that have been just removed from traditional non-governmental life, they always fail to consider basic human nature. You don't have to have a Ph.D. to understand that. But human nature is The more you squawk at people, the more you dress them down, the more you scold and lecture them, the people that you're trying to persuade, the more likely they are to be defiant. What's the old saying? You catch more flies with sugar than you do with vinegar? Right. Yes. I'm not even sure anything needs to be said. Although there is the, the retort to that. You catch a whole lot more flies with you know what. (laughs) <laughs> on the ceasefire text line referring to Joe's whisper pay them more says $15 minimum wage will solve everything I've had a job posted for 8 months paying 20 bucks an hour and haven't had one application I don't doubt it and I think this is common across this country and Joe goes on to say that his policies, by dropping money out of helicopters, essentially, to everybody, they've given more leverage to employees. So the government, through its benevolence, right, they've empowered employees to negotiate more effectively with employers to the point, of course, where they can't sustain economically in order to compete with the government. This is so antithetical to free markets. So they're cheering their ability to enact a workers' revolt? Yeah, what does that sound like? Yeah, I guess they are. (laughs) Good point. Biden practiced that whisper for years on little children. That on the ceasefire text line. Danny and Starkville, pompous, yes. He is ironically pretending it's a secret. (laughs) 
He is brain dead. The is he going by the Alanis Morissette definition of ironic? Yeah, we should play that tune. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? <laughs> In which case, none of the events she said were ironic. <laughs> exactly. Michael on the ceasefire text line says, The demolition whispered. Yeah, the destructive. 27 months getting my fiancé here legal and still waiting on her visa. That's with an immigration lawyer doing paperwork. How do you think I feel? That on the ceasefire text line. I, and I assume the question, how do you think I feel, is in reference to those who are just entering this country illegally, being supported by our government to do so. Wow. I was wondering how long it would take from the ceasefire text line on the 601. $20 an hour, do tell. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I sorry about getting a little tongue-tied on the word away. <laughs> it, replacing that with array. Dave from Ripley says, maybe you should say, circle back to you, Jen Saki. By the way, you seen this story about MSNBC, I can't remember the host over there, just fawning all over her. I mean, she's just gushing, and Jen Psaki on the split screen is turning red at the praise. It's sickening, honestly. It's too as repulsive. Was that as bad as Brian Stelter talking to her, though? Oh, my gosh. Stelter. That's What are we doing wrong? <laughs> From CNN, How can we by the do way. a better job? What was the what was the scandal related to him that occurred? Didn't he have something going on during the Zoom era? I can't remember. He wasn't the nut that he didn't quite pull a tubing, but uh, he was caught with his pants down. <laughs> That's what it was. He was on a Zoom with <laughs> yeah, Tubin's the guy that was pleasing himself. He's been rehired. That first interview was so painful. <laughs> You I don't care how much you paid me. You could not pay me to sit there and interview that guy that way. What was her name? Used to be over there at Fox. Uh, I can't remember her name. I'll think of it in a second. But she was the interview. How could she ask those questions with a straight face of this guy? That was terrible. Biden wants us to pay our employees more money. Which tax can I take that money out of, Dave from Manistee, Michigan? Yeah, great point there, uh, Dave. Hey, where is their 20-hour job located? And what is it, please? That's Rusty from Greenville. Rusty, I think if you go check some of these, these websites looking for jobs, job-seeking websites, search websites, and so forth, you'll find an abundance of them, honestly. I don't know about in Greenville, specifically. Trey and Crenada uh, says it was Megan Kelly. No, it wasn't. It was Allison Camerata. It just hit me. Allison Camerata. Remember that? She's on the... She's got him in the studio, uh, Tubin, and they're talking about that. And she's quizzing him about, what were you thinking when you were pleasing yourself <laughs> on Zoom? Well, I was a moron, I think is what he said. But he's back. That's just sick. That's how desperate CNN is. They're getting pounded, by the way. You check that out? They're just falling off the map. Nobody's watching that junk. Them, them the people that work for them, maybe. 
That's about it. And their little cottage group. Hell, I've usually put in 20 hours in by dinner on Tuesday. That's but it's 20 bucks an hour, so you can do the math on that. If you if you're doing 20 hours, 20 bucks an hour, you got you got 400 bucks there, right? Uh, by Tuesday, pretty good. Ron in Columbus says Cooper Tire had a commercial on this morning, two thousand dollars signing bonus and up to twenty nine dollars an hour. You just start wondering if Cooper's tires, what how they're going to pass that those uh, labor input increases on to the market. Anyhow, the the takeaway here for me is that this guy Joe Biden, who doesn't know squat about running a business, zero experience, just thinks, oh, just give everybody a raise. Has no idea how hard that is and, and the difficulty of that, of responding to market realities and keeping your people happy and properly compensating them. And again, it's my belief that the market is the only fair arbiter of wages, not government, ever. That is the essence of central planning socialism. But the hubris and the arrogance of this guy with this whispering garbage, that I tell you, I had to go outside after that one. It, uh, it disturbed me so much. Uh, it's just crazy. You know, the other thing is he had this speech Wednesday on crime. And uh, we might have some sound on that we can uh, drum up as well, Rhino. I think uh, we have some sound where... He literally talks about nuking, nuking law-abiding Americans that might think that they need guns to protect against tyranny. Now, we hope tyranny. We don't want to see authoritarianism and tyranny take hold in our government. But that's how we came here. You got some sound for us? Here we go. From the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're gonna have to move against the government. Well the tree of liberty is not water of the blood of patriots, what's happened is that there are never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit, the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. This guy's a walking commercial for the NRA, for gun manufacturers. I guarantee you that just caused a lot of people to go out and buy more guns. And I'm going to discuss the key takeaways from his dumb crime speech when we come back. We need a, a manufacturer, a weapons manufacturer, to just make a 9mm pistol called the Nuke. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Break time here on the JT Show. We'll come back. We're going to talk more about Joe Biden and his crime speech. Stay with us. Temperature is rising. 
and so are the savings. During our sizzling summer sale down at Mazda of Jackson, our entire lineup of cars, SUVs, and crossovers are waiting for you with our hottest prices of the year. Right now, get 0.9% financing for 63 months on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s and CX-30s. This will save you thousands in finance charges, and Mazda of Jackson will give you your first year of maintenance for free. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you top dollar for it. So come save big while the deals are hot during the sizzling summer sell-down at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for complete details with the free credit on select models. Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden. Now is the time to get yourself to Lakeland Yard and Garden for the largest selection of patio furniture, outdoor-indoor living areas, umbrellas, replacement cushions, and beautiful fountains and stepping stones. You'll even find Komodo Joe grills and collegiate gift items. The expert staff members at Lakeland Yard and Garden will be happy to guide you through their large nursery stock of bedding plants, perennials, tropicals, and more. While you're there, be sure to get your topsoil or mulch sold by the bag or in bulk. Lakeland Yard and Garden even offers local delivery. Lakeland Yard and Garden, growing your way and serving you for over 40 years. Stop by or call today, located at Lakeland Drive and Airport Road, 601-939-7304, online at lakelandyardandgarden.com. Listen to your garden mama now. It's Lakeland Yard and Garden Center for all your gardening needs and a whole lot more. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridge Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridge Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridge Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Bay St. Louis lineman that works for Energy Louisiana is in critical condition. 28-year-old Casey Seal was working in a bucket truck in New Orleans when he was shocked on Wednesday. Family members have gathered around. They say the next few days are critical. The possibility of a special session looms as lawmakers continue to try to come to an agreement on medical marijuana. Senate Pro Tem Dean Kirby was happy to give teachers and state employees a raise in the past legislative session. We also put additional funds into corrections this year. Mm -hmm. We uh, did $5 million additional for repairs and renovations because our prisons, some of them really needed it. And then this year we also gave our National Guard additional $5 million, uh, you know, for armories and other things. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is worth $50 million. The Powerball jackpot is up to about $75 million. That drawing is coming up tomorrow night. 
Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. And that's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. Because of Palmer Home for Children, my three sisters and I are able to grow up together. When there was nowhere else for myself, my brother, or my sister to go, there was Palmer Home. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Just want to remind you about the ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 15th right here on Super Talk Mississippi. When you donate to Palmer Home for Children, you're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. And with your blessing, Palmer Home for Children can continue to make these precious lives whole again. Now, now back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino. Great news, everybody. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. The great Alanis Morissette—it's <laughs> ironic. There you go, great tune. Was that like the number one tune that year? It's, it's it had to have been close, if not number one. Yeah, man, it was played a lot. I can't remember the exact year, but uh, on the album "Jagged Little Pill." That's right. Yeah, she's from uh, hails from Canada, I believe. I believe so. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Something. Uh, yeah, let's see here. Lots of text rolling in here on the ceasefire text line. We very much appreciate that. And uh, <laughs> Reese and Clarksdale says, Joe is an Almond Brothers song, Ramblin' Man. Yeah, that fits. So at this speech the other day with respect to crime... The, the takeaway there was that everything was about guns. Guns are the root cause of all crime. Guns, guns, guns. we got to have fewer guns, more gun laws, more gun regulations. Take the guns away. Kill the gun lobbies. Figuratively, of course. It, it's just, again, totally dismisses and ignores basic human nature. Crime is a function of immorality. We are... Wait, you said killing it. That's oppressive language. (laughs) 
I got to be careful. You got to use the word, the terms great job or awesome. Oh, good grief. Because if someone's doing well, we don't need to equate that with murder. <laughs> you also can't say take a shot at or take a stab at. Because those expressions needlessly use imagery of hurting someone or something. We're headed for a point where we'll be able to list what is acceptable language in a tweet with 40 characters or 140 characters. That we're headed that way. I'm serious. I've got a story here I'm going to share in a bit about Brandeis University and their new catalog of acceptable language and prohibited language. You know, a university where they're supposed to be <laughs> the laboratories of free expression and thought laboratories, etc. What happened to that? They're the most oppressive, restrictive institutions in the country. That's where all this junk's coming from. Safe spaces and all this catalog of acceptable language and all of these, all of these groups dedicated to, to, to fighting hate crime and all that sort of stuff. I don't even know what a hate crime is anymore. Calling somebody by their by the wrong pronoun. I think is now characterized as a hate crime, if I'm not mistaken. So Joe Biden, he fails to address, again, you got, so let's think about this. We got Vice President Kamala Harris. She's going down to the border, and she says, we've got to address the root cause problem here. Okay. But with respect to President Biden and addressing the root cause of crime, it's guns has nothing to do with criminal intent, the dissolution of the traditional family, immorality of defunding the police, of demonizing law enforcement, of cashless bail, not prosecuting people who burn down buildings, justifying that based on the cause. We're decriminalizing crime. Might that embolden a criminal? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you, it, what we've uh, talked about before out in San Francisco, where they've lifted the uh, the value level of a crime to constitute theft, larceny. They're just doing it in broad daylight. Just the famous Venice Beach is now a homeless camp where fights and murders and thefts break out on a daily basis. Yeah, it's crazy. And they and it's not like they need to figure out some way to exist because the staples of life are available for the taking without consequences. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with that. But what's crazy is once again he ignores. So to to Biden and the left Crime is con is uh, a, a an act is considered crime when it involves a gun, preferably when it involves a gun used by a law enforcement officer against a person of color. That's like the most egregious crime, and that is a crime if if in fact they acted inappropriately and was not done in self defense. But that is a teeny tiny minuscule sliver of the total incidence of crime.
We discussed this a couple of days ago. In New York City, hate crimes up 116%. Those don't all involve guns. Pickpocketing, carjackings, rape, auto theft, arson. Across the country, all of these crimes are up dramatically. He just ignored that. Guns, guns, guns. What can we do to get guns off the street? Impose stricter requirements to obtain a gun. It's all about that. Dispense with the gun lobby and people who support that dastardly Second Amendment. You heard him. Oh, they think they're going to come after the government. We got F-15s and nukes. What the heck kind of statement was that? That is so inappropriate. But yet, this is the guy we had to have to unite the country. Did the Viet Cong have F-15s and nukes? Nope, and they killed a whole bunch of Americans in the most horrendous ways. <laughs> That's a good point. No, they didn't have anything. They just didn't want people in their country. But primarily, they were being backed and funded by communist regimes. That was the, and, and that was all about protecting their economic status of the Politburo. And, and that's just the essence of communism and putting down the working class. It's anyhow, that's a good point. Gosh, how many Americans were lost fighting a stupid war that we pulled out of because we realized we just ain't going to win this thing because we didn't try, honestly. Because everything was filtered through the lens of bureaucracy. Yep. And left a vacuum. Terrible. But anyhow, guns, guns, guns. Because that's politically popular. So we've politicized crime, essentially, is what we've done. Senator Kennedy from over there in Louisiana, John Kennedy, after the speech where he just, essentially it was a 20-minute speech where he advocated for more gun control. He didn't really address the crime problem and, and the surge in crime across the nation. It was just drivel. He said, and this is Kennedy, whoever is advising the president on crime, and I don't know who it is, but whoever it is, the Secret Service name ought to be Butthead. <laughs> that's what, that's who he, how he describes the person who is advising the president on crime. He's absolutely right. And he got into all this stuff about high-capacity magazines and background checks for private gun sales and ban on assault weapons and all this junk. But again, he just fails to acknowledge that people just have evil in their heart. Why do they have evil in their heart if they're committing all these crimes? What? Where's the breakdown? Where are we failing? Shouldn't we address that? That's the root cause. What inspires people? What prompts them to go hurt other humans, commit crimes like that, or damage property? Shouldn't we be thinking about that? I mean, heck, Chicago is an outdoor shooting range. Yet you got the mayor up there. She's worried about the races of the people who can interview her and declaring that Systemic racism is a public health problem. There's people out there shooting each other. Her townspeople, the people who she represents, just ignoring reality and human nature. It's disgusting. Biden also said that cities should spend leftover COVID funds on hiring cops. But yet, Representative Ayanna Presley, what did she say about defunding the police? 
Um, so, yes, I support a radical reimagining of community safety and public safety, which means reallocating mm -hmm. um, and, and not further investing in a carceral state, All right. especially done when we have not yet um, ended qualified immunity. In other words, let's punish the police officers and let's just give free reign to the criminals. Good grief. Well, she's got a problem because her praising it there, the leader of her party says, we need more money for the cops. It, the messages are in such conflict. Your head spins. I feel like Linda Blair on The Exorcist. Here comes the pea soup. <laughs> we'll come right back on the JT Show. Stay with us. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Hi, this is Anitra over at McBee's. I'm the kitchen manager there. Come enjoy our blue plates for under $10. Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Monday we have meatloaf or chicken spaghetti. Tuesday we have beef tips or chicken breast. Wednesday we have fried pork chops or pot roast. Thursday we have spaghetti or chicken fried steak. Friday we have fried catfish or pulled pork or chicken with mushrooms, cream sauce. And every day, hamburger steak or chicken scoops. McBee's on Lake Harbor. You can dine in, take out, or have them cater. And the perfect spot for any size party, too. Welcome back. Your Mississippi Braves continue their homestand Tuesday through Sunday at Trustmark Park as they take on the Chicago Cubs affiliate Tennessee Smokies. Join us this week at 6.35 p.m. for Bark in the Park and Craft Beer Specials on Tuesday. First Responders Day and Wine Wednesday, plus another Thirsty Thursday featuring live trivia in the Farm Bureau Grill and Outdoor Patio, Cornell Tournaments, and it's Ole Miss Night. Presented by Farm Bureau Thursday. She is gone. A home run by Freddie Freeman. On Friday, the first 1,500 fans will get a replica jersey featuring defending National League MVP Freddie Freeman, presented by Morgan & Morgan. Saturday at 6.05, we'll have post-game fireworks presented by Riverbend Tire Center. And Sunday at 2.05 is Family Fun Day with live petting zoo and post-game kids run the bases. For a full list of promotions and to purchase your tickets, visit MississippiBraves.com or call 888 braves Agri-Market Report. Farmers told members of the House Ag Subcommittee on Wednesday that disaster aid such as the WHIP Plus has been slow to respond to natural disasters, typically because Congress must reauthorize the program for each year. Farmers and lawmakers floated the possibility of a permanent disaster program and the idea that it could be run by the crop insurance industry. American agriculture needs a permanent disaster program that will provide quicker than the ad hoc aid that has helped farmers in recent years. That was the theme at a congressional hearing on Wednesday for producers who highlighted the increase in disasters that have hit farmers around the country in recent years. Lawmakers are reviewing the farm safety net as Congress considers what changes might be necessary leading up to expectations of a 2023 Farm Bill. The House Ag Subcommittee on General Farm Commodities and Risk Management examined the effects of the farm safety net. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. 
Welcome to Mike Drop, the show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President Mike McCormick drops some helpful knowledge. Here's something very helpful. You can join Mississippi Farm Bureau for less than $50 a year. There are so many benefits to your membership, including money-saving perks, access to Farm Bureau insurance, protecting your land, and making a difference in your community through advocacy. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and neighbors at your county office or sign up online today at msfb.org. You can bet the farm on it. Do you want that dream job? Do you need the right skills and credentials to get there? Did you know more than 2,000 students have taken advantage of the MyBest program for free? Contact your local community college to learn more about the MyBest program. Take charge of your life and make your dreams a reality by attending a Mississippi community college. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of the Mississippi Community College Board. Funding for this ad provided by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. The subject of schoolgirl fantasy She wants him so badly Knows what she wants to be Inside her there's longing This girl's an open page Bookmarking, she's so close now This girl is half his age I could have played that during the social distancing era. <laughs> Don't stand so close to me. Oh, geez. So we were talking about the uh, earlier, the FAA, and... The police really did have some creepy songs. Yeah. Well, Sting was kind of creepy. <laughs> you know? He's just weird. Uh, talking about... The uh, the FAA going woke on us and changing around uh, some of the language, such as cockpit, flight deck now. So one of our listeners says, Gerard, you seem the type who has a pilot's license. Am I correct? I actually do. I'm an instrument-rated private pilot. I've got about 1,200 hours in a Piper Lance. More current model would be a Piper Saratoga. They stopped making them a few years ago. I can't remember when, but I stopped flying when I lost my my medical after having colon cancer in 2006. I'm, I'm good. I'm fine. Uh, I got my medical back, but I got so involved in my business, and at the time, my, my kids were pretty active in, in sports and other activities in the middle school, high school era, and I also had uh, two foster kids that we took in for a few years that I just uh, stopped flying. I do miss it a lot, though, and uh, so this listener also says they're considering getting flying lessons and becoming a pilot, so that'd be really cool. Good luck to you. You said Piper, and I was reminded of that TV show Wings, but that was Sandpiper Air. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. That's a good show. I forgot about that show. That was uh, Tony Shalhoub's kind of big break. Okay. Because he went from that and he became the, the star of Monk. Oh, I do remember that show, too. That was a good show, Monk. 
Kind of enjoyed that. But, yeah, Wings was, uh, that was neat. He was the taxi driver on Wings. That's right. That was neat. Well, yeah, I got about 1,200 hours in one of those guys, uh, Piper Lance, and enjoyed flying it around quite a bit. Uh, had a crazy situation one time, headed up to Oxford and uh, for a basketball game. Beautiful, clear sky, no weather, bad weather day, no bad weather in sight, one of these big high pressures sitting over us in February. And there was a, a student on their cross-country, what's called a cross-country, where you go, you're released by your instructor, you get to a point, you go fly to uh, a couple of airports by yourself, land, get somebody to sign your book, so forth, prove you did it. Anyhow, this student was, was uh, I could hear him talking to Memphis Center, who, which controls that, that area, and the student was lost. That ain't good. So I don't know if that's the case anymore, but back in those days, you had to learn how to fly using the flight maps, using uh, visual flight rules and finding waypoints. You would plot your uh, your trip out, and you would know, oh, yeah, I'm at a certain city or lake or other physical uh, item on the ground. And uh, you'd know you're there, and you would hit it at a certain time, and that's how you, anyhow, you, you mapped your flight out that way. Well, this person was lost and was getting out of range of Memphis Center, who they were talking to on the radio. And so Memphis Center knew that I was close to them and asked if I would communicate and convey and so I started talking to him, and I was trying to help him find uh, some of the landmarks on the ground and so forth. Do you see this? Do you see that? Like Sardis Lake, stuff like that. And couldn't. And finally, I lost contact. And man, Memphis Center was just panicking. It ain't good when you're a controller and you lose an airplane on your watch, you know. <laughs> and we're panicking and, and kept uh, kind of at me. 6-4 Mike, that was a call sign of my airplane uh, uh, six four Mike two zero six four Mike actually and anyhow I was saying six four Mike six four Mike what are they saying what are they saying I said man I'm talking to him I'm trying to help him down and 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 can't I've lost contact and uh, man he was uh, freaking out when finally he couldn't get him I couldn't get him so about six weeks later I get a letter uh, from the uh, the FAA in the mail and I'm thinking oh shoot I've done something there revoking my pilot's license. I busted something and didn't know about it, and it turns out it was a, uh, a letter of gratitude for just helping. Ended up, they landed in a field. And, but they landed uh, safely. They landed safely. Nobody was hurt. Did some damage to the aircraft. But let me tell you what happens usually after that. That instructor, gone. That means that person wasn't ready, is what it means. So the instructor is responsible, and it falls on them. Usually that means you're no longer an instructor after you have, because you got you know they're like waiting for a baby, like oh my gosh, what's my student doing? Where are they? You don't have like cell phone. How's it going up there? You know. So anyhow, I just want to share that story. Hopefully it didn't bore you with, with that too much. We're gonna take a break. It is time for some news, and when we come back, Aaron Rice, director of the Mississippi Justice Institute, will join us. Look forward to that discussion about the CON law, certificate of need law. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. 
News. I'm Chris Foster. The Justice Department is suing the state of Georgia, alleging its new election laws discriminate against black voters. Attorney General Merrick Garland has said the Civil Rights Division will be scrutinizing new laws being proposed and passed in GOP-led states. The complaint alleges that the state enacted those restrictions with the purpose of denying or abridging the right to vote on account of race or color. Republican governors and lawmakers say those laws do not curb voter access, but ensure secure elections. Fox's Jared Halpern. Nearly 36 hours since a condo building collapsed in Surfside, Florida, there's still hope of finding more survivors. At least four people are dead, with 159 now reported as missing. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis tells Fox. More people have been accounted for. The bad news was there's more people now that have been unaccounted for, and I know they've been really diligently working through to just try to identify anybody that's affiliated with that, with that condo complex. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Americans behind on rent due to the pandemic are getting another month of relief. Rachel Sutherland with Fox has more. Officials warn this is likely the final reprieve. The current pause on evictions was due to expire at the end of the month. The White House says bans on evictions for renters and mortgage holders were always intended to be temporary. Landlords who have opposed a moratorium and challenged it in court are against any more extensions. The federal moratorium on evictions now runs through July 31st. Acting under guidance from the legislature, a task force will examine the state's domestic relation laws. Consisting of judges, attorneys, child advocates, and law professors, the task force will study models used by other states for matters such as child support, child care, no-fault divorce, and more. The task force is expected to make recommendations to the legislature on or before December 1st. I'm Kelly Bennett. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. This is for those who always show they care. Who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explain to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 100% of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. This is for the ones protecting those they love. Thank you. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. 
The annual Kids Count Report shows Mississippi is 39th in the country when it comes to education. While Mississippi's overall child well-being ranking dropped from 50th to 49 in 2020, 13 of the 16 indicators improved. The state's graduation rate reached an all-time high of 87.7% in 2021. To see more details regarding the state of education in Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Still no decision on whether students in Oxford will have to wear masks in the coming school year. Um, I had a conversation with our superintendent a few days ago, and I know that they are working through those plans. He was getting our vaccination percentages and things from me, and I know that will will play a part. Oxford Mayor Robin Tannehill is comfortable with people making their own choices on vaccinations, masks, and whether or not to work from home. We are having between one and three positive new cases a day in Oxford. Our hospital has never been overwhelmed. I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Let's do this. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, Here's Gerard Gibbert. You're tuned in to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino. In the studio on this Friday, y'all. And joining us now in the studio, our good friend, the director of the Mississippi Justice Institute, Aaron Rice. Good afternoon there, Aaron. Thanks for coming in. Good afternoon, Gerard. Thanks for having me. You bet. So what is new in your world? I know one thing in particular that we wanted to discuss today, and we can just go ahead and launch right into that, something that I have, uh, I guess, been somewhat outspoken about, yeah. and, uh, and I know you have, and, and many others in the state, and that's the the Certificate of Need laws, yeah. a.k.a. CON laws, Con, yeah. all, all caps, by <laughs> the way. Which is a good name for it. <laughs> uh, so it just doesn't seem like we're able to get any traction yeah. here in a conservative state where we've got these uh, really onerous regulations, yeah. if you will, yeah. that prevent the free market uh, from finding its its uh, its level of um, stability and and just 
normalcy yeah. in healthcare. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, I think a lot of Mississippians would be surprised to hear that we have, you know, Soviet-style central planning in our economy here in Mississippi in 2021. But the fact of the matter is we do. We absolutely do in our healthcare sector. And you're right that it is kind of an intractable problem. I mean, the honest truth of it is that there's a lot of lobbying that's done to, to keep it in place by people who benefit from it. And, you know, the honest truth, too, is that's one of the reasons that we're taking this to the courts is because it is such a a problem that just can't be dealt with politically, it feels like. And so it is difficult to, to take a challenge like this to uh, to court, but that's why we're willing to do it is because, you know, something's got to be done here. I mean, this this is it's so absurd and we can, there's lots to talk about on that. But it's such an absurd uh, situation and it's it's existed for so long and nobody's you know, it seems nobody's willing to deal with it. Yeah. As I recall doing some research on this, I've done a couple of uh, panel discussions just as an advocate for uh, eliminating uh, these laws, these ridiculous regulations that prevent the free market from uh, from finding, again, its uh, kind of degree of just normal that the market would, would dictate. This goes back to like the '60s, exactly. I think, in New exactly. York, as I recall, yeah. was where yeah. it was first, and it was all about not having too much health care, yeah. which yeah. is crazy. Crazy, yeah. You you guys don't know what you're doing. You may build too much or have too much, too many health care resources, yeah. and just go out of business, and then we wouldn't have any health care. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. It, it started. Originally in the 1960s, the federal government used it as kind of a way to allocate federal funds that were going to be used to build taxpayer-paid-for hospitals. But then, just like you're saying, hospitals quickly caught on that this could really benefit their bottom line by using these con programs. And so they started lobbying for them in states around the country. And Congress took notice of it in the 70s and said, hey, you know, we're paying a lot of money for Medicare. And at the time, they were paying on a cost basis. So they were paying, you know, for the cost of the services. And they thought, we need a way to keep the cost down. Yeah. And they were kind of convinced that this would be a way to do that. And so, and we've been talking about cons for a while here and haven't really told the listeners what they are. But this is a system in which if you want to open uh, most type of healthcare facilities, you have to ask the government for permission, show them that there's a need for your service, and your competitors get to basically litigate against you and say, no, there's not enough need, we've got it covered, they shouldn't be allowed in. I mean, if you can imagine any other area of the economy where this would happen, I mean, say you wanted to open a Domino's pizza and you had to go get Pizza Hut to kind of agree with you that, yeah, the town really needs another pizza chain. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. basically what's going on. And so it's really been commandeered, not even... As misguided as that central planning kind of thought was, it's really not even that anymore. It's been commandeered by private interests who turned it into a competitor's veto. And so the interesting thing about that is Congress tried this, you know, in the 70s after it got started in the 60s. Yep. They mandated that all the states implement right. this if they wanted to keep their health care subsidies. So every state except Louisiana did. Of course, Louisiana likes to kick the system a lot of times. Yeah. And, uh, and then Congress realized really quickly that it had the opposite of the desired intent. It was driving prices up and quality down. Correct. So they repealed it. And access. And, and access. And so they repealed it. But then, you know, once you give people this shield from competition, it's really hard to take it away. And that's what we're seeing now. And so even though the federal 
federal government doesn't require it anymore. Forty-nine states had implemented it, and now today it's it's still thirty-five that have it. Mississippi is one of those thirty-five. Right now, in the case we're litigating, and we can talk about that later too. But mm. we're litigating one where the, even if you accepted all the absurd arguments in favor of cons, it really doesn't make sense here because we're talking about home health care, and so you know a lot of the rationales are about oh, if somebody's going to go build this multi-million dollar hospital, we kind of need to give them a monopoly to incentivize them to do that. You're talking about home health care. I'm going into your home. I'm not building a multi-million dollar facility. And so when you talk about that, there's only 14 states in the country that do cons for that, and we're one of them. And then to make it worse, we're the only state in the nation that has put a total ban on providing cons, giving cons to new home health agencies for 40 Mm. years. And so we're we're the worst of the worst when it comes to home health care. And that's where we filed our case in is for our client is, is a guy named Butch Slaughter. He's a physical therapist. He started his physical therapy clinic back in the 80s in South Jackson. He does a great job. Everybody you know you talk to that's a patient of his will tell you what a miracle worker he is. And he saw this problem firsthand with home health care that it was such a monopoly bureaucratic system that it wasn't providing good care. And so he thought over the course of his career that I could do a better job of that and maybe I should. And then really COVID kind of showed the need for that even more because a lot of home health care services, what they do is they really try to keep patients out of the nursing home, you know, delay that or prevent the need for that. And so, of course, during COVID, people are really trying to avoid nursing homes where that have been prone to all these outbreaks of yeah. COVID. So the, the, the need for this skyrocketed, and our client wanted to provide this service and ran headlong into a Mississippi law that says you can't do that. And it's absolutely, it's illegal to start a home. Like, you're trying to fix a problem in your community, and we will we will criminalize that. It's just crazy. So the way it works, j- just uh, for the benefit of uh, our audience, and, and I first I want to say, you often think about protectionism yes. and protectionist policies emanating from the federal government yep. and sort of protecting, I guess, the interest of industries and in our and within our borders, which which too needs to be questioned. Yeah. Uh, but this is protectionism within the state's borders. It's the yeah. ultimate cronied up protectionism. It very is, what it is. is. It very is. And that's that's <clears throat> essentially what we are trying to prove in this case. Because as you know, and I, I alluded to this. I mean, it is difficult to take on a case. Like like this because a court is not in the business of deciding whether a policy is a good policy or not. That's not its job. It's to decide whether it's constitutional. And so in this setting, I mean, to show that it's unconstitutional, you really have to show that, that well, let me back up and say what you just said, protectionism is not a valid reason for the government to regulate. That's the law. Sure. You can't you know, take away my right to start a healthcare business just to protect somebody else from competition. That's the law, and so uh, and so to in order to to get a judge to do this, we really have to show him that that is all this con program and moratorium is accomplishing. It's not a, it's not increasing access. It's not decreasing you know cost. It's not uh, increasing quality. quality. Yeah. It's only serving to protect. <laughs> Uh, you know, established uh, incumbent businesses. And so, of course, that's a difficult thing to prove. I mean, we have to go out and disprove everything the government says here. Now, I'll tell you, I mean, we've we've been briefing that, and you may have seen some of that. And, you know, it's, it, is, it is interesting because you've got 40 years of research that basically every neutral party that looks at this says this doesn't work. The federal government said it didn't work. The FTC has been saying for years that this doesn't work. The Department of Justice has been saying this doesn't work. I mean, it's it's a very one-sided... Uh, issue. Everybody who's not vested in it says this doesn't work, and that's one of the reasons that we're willing to take this to a court and say, look, 
the evidence is, is overwhelming here that this is not accomplishing what the government says it's accomplishing, and all it's really doing is protectionism, and that's unconstitutional. I mean, just at a minimum, you're suppressing a person's right to operate a business. Exactly, and that's why it would be unconstitutional if you don't have a valid government reason to do it, is because our Constitution does protect I mean, It's due process, it's equal protection, it's all those things that we're familiar with. You know, I have a right to earn a living, and, and, and I have a right to start a business in America. I mean, that's the American dream. And so, if you, the government, are going to take that away from me, you have to have a valid reason to do that. Yeah. And and here, that's what we're trying to show, is that the government doesn't have a valid reason to do that. And typically, uh, from a legal perspective, that would mean that it would be in the best interest of society. Exactly. Overall, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so that's what, you know, they'll, they'll the government will need to kind of show here. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll admit to you that, that it's a lot easier for them. I mean, the way the court looks yeah. at this, I mean, if they can, you know, they don't really have – we – we have a high burden to show that it doesn't do yeah. all of that. They've got a very low burden to just say, yeah, there's some reason here to think it might. You're getting attention. Yeah, and, and look, and I, 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 we would love to, to accomplish this and get it struck down in court. I mean, you know, we're, we think we, we have a chance of doing that, and that's why we're bringing the case. And just like you said, though, the legislature needs to be looking at this, too. I mean, it's, it's, every branch of government should be looking at this. Can you hang around and talk Yeah, some for sure. We got Aaron Rice, director of the Mississippi Justice Institute, here on the JT Show. And also, when we come back, we got a giveaway, Ryan, and we'll get to that after the break. Stay with us. The JT Show will continue. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny, high near 91. Tonight, partly cloudy skies, low around 72. Slight chance of rain for your Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 91. And for your Sunday, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny, high near 91. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden. Now is the time to get yourself to Lakeland Yard and Garden for the largest selection of patio furniture, outdoor-indoor living areas, umbrellas, replacement cushions, and beautiful fountains and stepping stones. You'll even find Komodo Joe grills and collegiate gift items. The expert staff members at Lakeland Yard and Garden will be happy to guide you through their large nursery stock of bedding plants, perennials, tropicals, and more. While you're there, be sure to get your topsoil or mulch sold by the bag or in bulk. Lakeland Yard and Garden even offers local delivery. Lakeland Yard and Garden, growing your way and serving you for over 40 years. Stop by or call today, located at Lakeland Drive and Airport Road, 601-939-7304, online at lakelandyardandgarden.com. Listen to your garden mama now. It's Lakeland Yard and Garden Center for all your gardening needs and a whole lot more. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show. That would be the great David Gates and Brad saw him in concert. I think it was about 1971, 72 at the Mississippi Coliseum. Fantastic show. Very talented Texan is Mr. Gates. We got Aaron Rice in the studio today. We're talking about the uh, Certificate of Need laws. Uh, of course, Aaron is the director of the Mississippi Justice Institute. So, so Aaron, you're representing a client who is, uh, I guess, filing a suit. You're yeah. filing a suit on his behalf. Yeah. He yeah. is a plaintiff. Yeah. And you're telling me that there's a moratorium yeah. that essentially prevents him from expanding his business, period. Yes, right? yes. And it has been that way for 40 years. I mean, it's it's a crazy backstory, too, Gosh. on this moratorium. So we've been talking about the certificate of need process and how onerous it is. And just so people understand, you have to spend thousands of dollars on this application. You usually hire attorneys, consultants. Your application is thousands of pages long. Then you get into litigation with your future competitors about it. So that's a very onerous process to begin with. But in our client's case, he can't even engage in that process because there's been a moratorium for 40 years that says the Department of Health cannot issue certificates of need to any new home health agencies. <laughs> and the backstory, like I said there, is crazy. So what happened is that Medicare back in the 80s moved hospitals onto a flat fee reimbursement system. And so that was that kind of incentivized them to start discharging patients earlier. I mean, you know, if you're if you're on a flat fee, you, you want to do the job as quick as you can. And sure. and, and so they did that. Um, but 
the Medicare did not move home health agencies onto a, a flat fee at the time. They were still reimbursing them on a cost basis. So it was a lot more lucrative, basically, to do home health than to do hospital care. And so that incentivized hospitals to flood the home health market. They said, look, we can discharge our patients earlier, but when we do, they're still going to need home health care. So we can kind of treat them a second time, treat our own patients a second time as a home health agency at a more lucrative rate from Medicare. And so they started flooding into the market. And existing home health agencies did not like that. They went to the Department of Health and started complaining and lobbying and saying, you got to stop hospitals from getting into the home health business. They went to the legislature and did the same thing. There was this big dogfight, basically, between home health agencies and hospitals about who was going to be able to provide (laughs) home health care. And so that all resulted in, I guess you could say, the home health agencies kind of prevailed, but it was just a stalemate where the, the Department of Health and then later the legislature said, look, we're capping it. Nobody else can get into the home health market, okay? If you already had a certificate of need, you can use it. You can keep providing uh, home health, but nobody else can. And here's the crazy thing about that. First of all, that wasn't a constitutional reason to do that to begin with. I mean, to protect home health agencies from competition with hospitals, that was unconstitutional to begin with. But that unconstitutional reason doesn't even exist anymore because later, Medicare moved home health agencies onto their own flat fee system, too. And so the whole thing that was causing hospitals to try to get into the market doesn't even exist anymore. But this kind of vestige of Mm. that old system still is in place 40 years later. It's still illegal for our client, Butch Slaughter, to start a home health agency. Unbelievable. It's crazy. So... You know, I start thinking about, well, what's keeping the legislature from using yeah. that as a precedent just to go issue those same sort of moratoriums on any other industry? I, I know. It's crazy. I mean, it, to think the level of control that's exerted here and kind of the arrogance, really, that's that's shown here is baffling. And you're exactly right. I mean, I, you, it's hard for us to imagine any other area of our economy where the government would just have blanket moratoriums that lasted for decades and say nobody can get into this business. And it's interesting because the government argues in our case that, well, you know, uh, healthcare really isn't a free market. And, you know, uh, uh. D- demand uh, drives supply instead of the other way around. Or, I'm sorry, supply drives yeah. demand yeah. instead of the other way yeah. around. And you look at it, and it really is just a lot of gobbledygook. I yep. mean, it's like everything that they say, you know, for the most part, they don't really explain it. And and it's all just, again, 40 years of studies show that's not right. Yeah. It, it's, not, it's not doing what you're saying it's doing. And for the benefit of our audience, the process – kind of shift gears a little bit yeah. – the process by which uh, – maybe first – what all is covered by certificate of need laws? It's it's not just building new hospitals yeah, and new yeah. medical clinics. Yeah. It's equipment and yeah. uh, hiring staff. That's, and yeah, talk see, about that. Yeah, see, well, there's it can get down into the weeds on things like if you want to buy an MRI machine or a CT scanner, you've got to get an MRI for that. So even if you're an existing healthcare facility and you just want to go buy a new MRI machine, you have to apply for that, and your competitors can come in and say, no, we've got enough MRI machines in in this area we don't need another. Yeah, let's be clear. You've got to you've got to ask the government, yes. "May I go buy this yes. MRI mother, machine?" <laughs> mother, may I please go buy this this MRI machine? It's yeah. insane. And so, but in terms of uh of just kind of facilities in general, it's defined very broadly, so most healthcare facilities are subject to this. Although, so private practice physicians clinics, you know, like your family doctor is not is okay. not covered by this. Okay. And then a few others, so like abortion clinics are not covered, veterans homes are not covered, 
um, agencies, health agencies that are run by the government are not covered, and then um, some kind of long ter- long-term care facilities for okay. seniors are not covered. Basically, everything else is. And so most of the, you know, the specialty care you get, the hospital care you get, the home health care you get, you know, anything like that is subject to this. And, and I think that people have a hard time because they don't, they don't necessarily even understand that this is having an impact on them. But I guarantee you it is. I mean, no if you talk to anybody, you'll hear stories of people traveling to other states to get health care or traveling within the state to get health care. And, I mean, there are people who would provide that care to you if they were allowed to do it. And our government kind of just bafflingly thinks that restricting the supply of health care is some kind of, somehow going to increase access to it, you know, provide more of it, you know, drive the cost down. And experience has shown, and again, virtually every neutral party that looks at this will tell you this, that, that it has, and honestly, basic economics will tell you yeah, this. Basic that it, that it, right. it's basic economics. It's basic economics, that it's, it's not going to do that. It's going to do the opposite of that. Well, and I mean, the idea, I don't think most people understand this idea that you've got to get permission just to buy a piece of equipment, yes, yes. certain pieces of equipment, and then, of course, uh, construction of a new hospital. Yes. And then there's, uh, I know there's some limitations that are that are instituted as well with respect to, well, if you want a new hospital, you've got to have an ER. So you yeah. couldn't have like a, a specialty hospital. You can't have a standalone boot. ER, which, which okay. I mean, and, and well, you're exactly right. I mean, a hospital has to have it. But, you know, think about in our rural areas in Mississippi how great it might be to start a standalone ER because they may not have access to emergency services there. And if you make it that much more difficult to say, well, we'd like to start an ER here, but we're going to have to start an entire hospital if we do that. Mm. So, you know, you get into all these unintended consequences, yeah. basically. And, you know, but if you zoom out again, what we were talking about earlier, you know, all of these laws are taking away people's rights that are, you know, that are just as American as apple pie, you know, to say, I, I have a right to earn a living in America, and yeah. I have a right to go out and, and employ other people or to, to work for who I want to work for. And all of this kind of just flies in the face of that and says, we're going to take those rights away, and you don't even have a valid reason to do it to begin with, which is just, it's so un-American. That's why I said at the top of this interview, it's, it's, a, it's a very Soviet-style central planning system. And I really do think most Mississippians would be shocked to hear that we have that in Mississippi, but I, we do. I totally agree, and it just keeps uh, keeps moving forward with legs, and it, we just don't seem to be able to cut the legs out yeah. from under it. it. Every year I talk about it. I talk to my friends in the legislature. I have been a, an outspoken advocate for uh, repealing these laws, yeah. these uh, certificate of need laws. And we just don't seem to be able to get any traction yeah, on it. Yeah. And I think that's what people have to realize, and our lawmakers need to realize, and other people need to realize, is, again, when you hand basically a, a complete shield from competition to an entire industry, I mean, they are going to want to hold on to that. Sure. And they're going to spend a lot of money lobbying for it. And they're going to they're going to come up with all of, again, I said it earlier, this kind of gobbledygook to justify it. And I think I could see some lawmakers maybe having those conversations and being a little unsure and kind of deferring to, well, it sounds like, you know, you guys have a reason that you think this needs to exist. But I think that there needs to be a little more skepticism involved on the part of our government to say, you have a very deeply vested interest in keeping this. And we need to have a little more skepticism about what you have to say about it. And we need to look at, again, I keep referencing it, the, the 40 years worth of research on this, what the, the Federal Trade Commission has to say on this, what the Department of Justice has to say on this. I mean, it's pretty universal out there 
that everybody else will tell you that this is having the opposite of the desired effect. And so, you know, and the government will sometimes say, or these these uh, industries will sometimes say, well, look, our health care isn't terrible in Mississippi, so it must be because we have these con programs. And oh, it's like, yeah. God, like, how much better could our health care system be? I mean, it's oh such a gosh. lack of an imagination. I mean, how much better... Could our healthcare system in Mississippi be if we didn't have these artificial restrictions? Well, in, place? in every every report I see, we're we're ranked last. I know, I know. In every what, healthcare category, I, know, I totally agree with that too. And it, and it is funny because they'll point to some you know some oh, vague geez. statistics to say we're really not doing that bad. And it's like number one, we are doing that bad. And number two, any 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 quality or any good signs that we have would be a lot better if we didn't have this in place. No question. Yep. We just need to get out of the way. Yeah, the market yeah. will achieve equilibrium naturally. Yeah. That's the way it's supposed to yeah. work. Aaron, thanks so much for coming in. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, good talking to you, Gerard. Thanks you, for having me. You got it. The JT Show will be right back after these messages. Rhino, make me do this giveaway. Rhino oh, we'll get it knocked out. All right, man. Stay with us. The staff and management of the Bay Point Country Club would like to wish you a very safe and happy 4th of July holiday. Have fun, but please drive safely this July 4th holiday. From the staff and management of the Bay Point Country Club in Brandon. Happy 4th of July. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. Come shop the freshest locally grown fruits and vegetables, meats, and other farm-raised products at the Mississippi Farmer's Market every Saturday from 8 to 1. While there, you can grab breakfast or lunch at the City Limits Cafe and shop our new Genuine Mississippi store for unique items made right here in Mississippi. The store is also open weekdays 11 to 1 every day. All this at the Mississippi Farmer's Market, 929 High Street in Jackson, right near the fairgrounds. Y'all come see. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. 
Attention! If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Americans behind on rent due to the pandemic are getting another month of relief. Rachel Sutherland with Fox has more. Officials warn this is likely the final reprieve. The current pause on evictions was due to expire at the end of the month. The White House says bans on evictions for renters and mortgage holders were always intended to be temporary. Landlords who have opposed a moratorium and challenged it in court are against any more extensions. The federal moratorium on evictions now runs through July 31st. Acting under guidance from the legislature, a task force will examine the state's domestic relation laws. Consisting of judges, attorneys, child advocates, and law professors, the task force will study models used by other states for matters such as child support, child care, no-fault divorce, and more. The task force is expected to make recommendations to the legislature on or before December 1st. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. Because of Palmer Home for Children, my three sisters and I are able to grow up together. When there was nowhere else for myself, my brother, or my sister to go, there was Palmer Home. My brother and I came to Palmer Home when I was two years old. Next month, I'll turn 16. Palmer Home for Children is my home. Gallo here. Just want to remind you about the ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July the 15th. Look, not only tune in, be a part of it right here on Super Talk Mississippi. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Got a black magic woman. Got a black magic woman. I've got a black magic woman. Got me so blind I guess. That she's a black magic woman. She's trying to make a devil out of me. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, the great Santana. Speaking of which... Oh, yeah, concerts are back, and the legendary guitarist Santana will be performing at the Brandon Amphitheater on September 26th. Tickets will go on sale today at the Ticketmaster.com and the Brandon Amphitheater box office. But 
you got a chance to win a pair of tickets without having to buy them. And all you got to do is get your text and fingers ready. Text to the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395, and be the 17th person to text in with the key phrase today, and you'll win a pair of tickets. Today's key phrase is supernatural. So be the 17th person to text the ceasefire text line 601-879-4395 with the key phrase supernatural and you will win a pair of tickets to cease antenna on September 26th at the Brandon Amphitheater Box. There you go. By the way, Bill on the ceasefire text line in the last segment says, love some bread. Bread was a good group. I enjoyed him too. Thanks for that, Bill. Let's see. Lots of text rolling in here. I'm going to try to get to them. we got so about 30 minutes left here on the program. Uh, let's see. Dave from uh, – oh, okay. Neil from Pontotoc. Aren't all crimes hate? Talking about the rise in hate crimes. Yeah, I've always wondered that as well, Neil. It seems redundant. Crime. Hate. Hate crime. But there, there are some, I guess, legal definitions – of what constitutes a hate crime, but I'm with you. Crimes are hate. Uh, if the AR wasn't a problem to the left and their plans for America, they wouldn't be freaking out about them. More people are killed with bats and hammers than ARs. It's just, it's just um, fodder, if you will, and red meat for the political left. They just have this, this anti-gun agenda. And I think to a great extent, it's just because Folks on the right are pro-Second Amendment. It's just oppose the other side. It's more rooted in that, I believe, than anything else. How are we doing? We got a winner? Yeah, we got a winner just waiting to confirm. All right. Appreciate that. Appreciate everybody playing. That ought to be a good concert, too. So J.R. in Starkville says, was it the con put in place certificate of need laws to protect mostly rural government-owned hospitals from competition? No. Certificate of need laws were actually originated in 1964 in New York. And the whole idea was that uh, <laughs> there was concern that if we had too many hospitals, too many health care facilities and resources, this was w- one of the concepts, any, anyhow, was that uh, hospitals and healthcare institutions would try to persuade patients to stay longer to run the bills up, to utilize the capacity and the resources to produce more money. Heck, now they kick you out because of the way insurance pays for stuff. Uh, Sometimes it seems too soon to free that bet up. But, yeah, that that wasn't the original purpose of it there, Jr. And then that expanded to being a federal requirement in 1974. And then uh, I can't remember when that was repealed. Um, but it was repealed somewhat later. There, as, as Aaron said, some 35 states uh, still have certificate of need laws in place, including the state of Mississippi, and ours may be amongst the most onerous, as Aaron described. So we shall see if they'll get so, how that case will go, first of all, and then if we'll get some traction on repealing those laws and letting the free market work. You can no longer use the terms master bedroom and master bathroom, now called main or primary. Yeah, that's, I think the first association of realtors, uh, the multiple listing group, or, the, or it really wasn't them, I, I'm sorry, it was the Houston 
uh, Tennessee, Texas. I'm trying to think and read at the same time. Houston, Texas area, first to prohibit use of master in describing the primary main master bedroom. And uh, I think ads and communications in general, Houston Area Realtors Association, something to that extent. But yeah, that's crazy. Master bedroom, master bathroom has to be called main or primary. On the C Spire text line, nine out of ten doctors recommend not getting shot, talking about gun crime. Uh, you know, like the criminal that opened fire on cops sitting in their cop car yesterday in Horn Lake. I didn't know about that. Chase was called off in North Memphis due to safety. What did that criminal learn? I would have called every city county patrol car until that guy was caught and put in jail. People have to learn accountability for their actions, Matt and Tupelo. Yeah, and, and of course the bigger thing there, Matt, I would say is that when you're being when there are consequences for committing these crimes and you're being equitably equitably punished for those crimes, then that should serve as a deterrent to committing more crime. That's the idea. It's it's not just about well, let's go lock people up and punish them, though that should occur. What we want is less crime. What's the root cause of that? And certainly adequate punishment, sufficient punishment, and imposing consequences, that serves as a deterrent. But when you've got cashless bail and you're defunding police and reimagining policing and law enforcement, seems like all that goes out the window. It just doesn't, doesn't work. There is a difference in hate speech and speech that you hate. That's from Jacob from Columbus. I believe this was a quote from Tom McDonald. Totally agree. That would, that would uh, kind of tie into this concept of you have the right to offend, but not to be offended. They can't stop me from speaking how I want, says Vicki and Clarksdale. Shouldn't. I agree. And uh, it's disturbing. I was looking at this Brandeis University stuff. They have an oppressive language list in an effort to promote more inclusive campus. Well, somebody tell me what this inclusion stuff is all about. I'm still struggling with that. I mean, are people being excluded? In their own minds. Because of microaggressions. And systemic racism. Well, and the patriarchy, of course. So I'm sick of it. It's bull. It's horse hockey. In Waltham, Mass., which is where Brandeis University is located, here, here are some of the words and phrases that are no longer permissible on the campus. Rule of thumb. Policeman. Spirit animal. Picnic. Lame. Ladies and gentlemen, those are among the words and phrases that are no longer allowed at Brandeis University. They have a, <laughs> the university has a prevention, advocacy, and resource center. Just spending all kinds of money on stupid organizations with no function. Oh, the, the acronym for short, PARC, P-A-R-C. <laughs> They recognize that language is a powerful tool that can be used to perpetuate 
excuse me, perpetrate, perpetrate and perpetuate oppression. Perpetrate and perpetuate oppression. Mere words can do that. So saying you have a spirit animal perpetuates oppression? Yeah. They say, as a community, we can strive to remove such language that may hurt those who have experienced violence from our everyday use. Violence? From spirit animal, the word ladies and gentlemen is violent? This is nuts. These recommendations for more neutral language are brought forth by students who have been subject to violence or who have worked with others who are healing from violence. I, okay, I don't want anybody to experience violence. That's abhorrent. But words are not violence. I, I'm trying to understand how the phrase, ladies and gentlemen, I, I mean, I, I don't want these people who have experienced violence, I want them to live a safe life, not have to experience any more, not to be subjected to more violence. I'm just struggling to understand how ladies and gentlemen is a problem for such people. It's only a problem if you don't fit into ladies or gentlemen. Or policeman or picnic. How is that a problem even for a person who has been subjected to Wait, acts of violence? Wrong? Picnic. You're looking around like you got an ant. You're looking for an answer. <laughs> Did the ants lobby for this? <laughs> How about rule of thumb? <laughs> Connect that to violence for me, will you? This is nuts! That, that, that has a pseudo-history connected to violence that oh. I'm pretty sure has been debunked. Well, they, you have to replace that with general rule. You can't say rule of thumb, you have to say as a general rule. <laughs> the insanity continues, folks. Should have been the rule of wrist. <laughs> there you go. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. Here on the JT Show, one last segment. Stay with us. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to call 911 at the onset of symptoms of a stroke or heart attack. As soon as paramedics arrive, they perform an ECG, start an IV, and administer medications to stabilize your heart. If you're having a stroke, paramedics provide stabilizing treatment and know which hospitals are best prepared to manage your type of stroke. In both cases, paramedics call ahead so emergency, cardiac care, or stroke teams will be ready when you arrive. Every second counts. Dial 911 for heart attack or stroke. Here's Uncle Si. Bugs can be a problem. Then you got the termites. They got big teeth. Like this barn, it would probably take them all maybe three or four days to eat this barn down and there wouldn't be nothing but the tin left laying on the ground. Bunch of sawdust. That's all they leave behind them, sawdust. 
How many bugs have I got in my beard? Hopefully none. Is that what's been moving? We got a tough crowd here, boys. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years. At Havard Pest Control, the difference is clear. At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Pest Control. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to two men and a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let two men and a truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-SIN. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. of the Eagles. Great tune. 
Always makes me think of Miami Vice for some reason. It was kind of the same era. Of course, you had the I think it's the keyboard blues. in the background that helps. Yeah, that's right. Agree. Great start show. Uh, so, I guess cockroach will be renamed as well, since we can't say cockpit anymore, right? <laughs> On the ceasefire text line. Somebody, I'm looking for the text. I apologize. I lost it in uh, all of them rolling in. That said, talking about Vietnam, my comment about we pulled out said, no, we strategically left. We didn't pull out. Well, the only point I was trying to make there is we fought this bloody, grotesque war. We lost many Americans. Many were injured uh, and returned, and they did not return to gracious welcomes from Americans. People just opposed the war. But we didn't achieve any objectives. Uh, The primary reason, according to most historians, and it counts, is that we were trying to trying to uh, stop the, the spread of communism. Heck, in this country today, we're spreading it in our classrooms. <laughs> there are members of our Congress that uh, seem to be on board with the murderous style of government and ideology. So... That's the only point I was trying to make, is we didn't stay to truly stop the spread. We didn't really accomplish anything. I don't think, I don't know that any clear-thinking person would say, yeah, we not only won the war, we achieved the objectives. I don't, the objectives were kind of loosely defined, honestly. It wasn't like we were... We had some, I don't know, piece of land or trying to defend some assets belonging to this country or anything along those lines. I mean, we can get into just really deep discussions about that, and I'm not going to do it. But I just wanted to kind of clarify what I was saying there. Um, Then, uh, let's see, maybe Biden needs to scold Central America about not paying their people $15 an hour. That's from Bill and Brandon. Yeah, they're they're fleeing corrupt governments uh, in many cases, and we keep sending money to them, which which just gets stolen, essentially, and doesn't really make it to its intended use. So there's some truth to that, but... I think you got to be honest. He, the Democrats, the vice president, they've pretty much put down the welcome mat. I mean, and all the leaders in Guatemala, um, in Central America, when Harris visited there a while back, a few weeks ago, they all said, "Yeah, you you guys are inviting everybody up, so they're they're taking off. They're they're coming out of this country and going into yours, and and we just seem to be." Um, a, a dismissive of that, our federal government does on the Democrat side. Side CC in Senatobia says, "Poor Joe's cheese has slid off the cracker and onto the floor, and some rats devoured it." Oh uh, wow! Uh, so there's just a lot of stuff going on with respect to this crime speech by Joe, and then yesterday, by the way, the bipartisan group has come out in favor of uh, an infrastructure bill 
And the president immediately, a few hours later, said, unless it includes all the Democrat wish list, I'm out. I'm not going to sign it. It's $1.2 trillion. It is targeted more at traditional infrastructure for the most part, except I think there's a a, uh, chunk of money in there to dramatically expand the ranks of the Internal Revenue Service. Oh, boy. With the under the auspices of chasing those dirty, greedy, evil, selfish, wicked, rich people. And I think that folks who believe they will only target those at the high end of the income scale with respect to their tax returns, I disagree. They're going to be in everybody's grill up and down the income spectrum, just bludgeoning all of us many times to uh, drill a dry hole, honestly. But we're going to pay for that, so we're just going to have an expansion of the IRS bureaucracy. Bad move, bad idea. We'll see where all this goes. We'll talk about that more next week. The infrastructure plan, plans for reconciliation. we got to go because we're out of time here on the JT Show. We'll be on site, don't forget, at KLLM talking about human trafficking on Monday. Have a great weekend, everyone. Stay safe and God bless. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.